0: Welcome to Season 1 of A New Voice of Freedom, written by Ronald Keith Messer. This podcast is taken from a series of books written under the banner, In Defense of Christianity. Podcast 13 is entitled, Reaching for Truth
1: and Light. The story of science is the story of our mortal journey. The story of religion is the story of our immortal journey. Both are inextricably tied to this earth. Because life is a journey, the ancients chose the epic format to tell the story of man. The epic is filled with gods and demons, heroes and villains, great battles, difficult journeys, kings and queens, violent nature, and ideal quests. Epics are usually written in high poetic language, such as is found in the Holy Bible and in the works of secular authors such as Homer, Milton, Spencer, every journey has an ideal. It is ironic that both science and religion use the phrase the Holy Grail as their ideal as a unifying theory. For science, the Holy Grail is merely a unification of the four laws of nature, gravity, strong nuclear force, weak nuclear force, and electromagnetic force. For Christians, the Holy Grail is the unification of temporal laws and spiritual laws, which is Christ. The end of science is a man-made utopia. The end of religion is the promised land, or the holy city, the New Jerusalem, spoken of by John.
0: Revelation 21, 1-4 And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away.
1: For science, utopia is brought about by technology. For religion, paradise is brought about by obedience to the laws of God. Where there is a utopia, there must be a dystopia. Where there is a heaven, there must be a hell. Everything has its opposite. All utopias built upon the philosophies of man will fail. For example, man cannot create equality. God alone can create equality. Remove God and all social programs, no matter how nobly born or how craftily created, will end in disaster. Without God, there can be no lasting freedom. Everything is on a continuum. At the one end is perfect order. At the other, total chaos. Law alone brings order out of chaos. The temporal world is governed by temporal laws. The spiritual world is governed by spiritual laws. And all laws are governed by God. Where God lives is perfect order. The closer one gets to God, the greater the complete set of laws. The further one moves away from God, the lesser the complete set of laws. A complete set of laws alone leads to absolute perfection. Everything is governed by law. Just as a planet cannot rise above the laws by which it is governed, man cannot rise above the laws by which he is governed. Nothing can be perfected without law. Without law, there can be no free will. All laws of God, temporal or spiritual, are designed to increase freedom and agency and free will and lead to perfection, which is ultimately omniscience and omnipotence. Only in the kingdom of God can we have a fullness of truth and light, which is another way of saying that when we return to the presence of God, we will be given all law, all truth, and all light. In Daniel 12 we read, And many of
0: them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn, many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever.
1: That is the model we must follow. The closer we get to God in our personal lives, the greater truth and light we acquire. The more truth and light we get in this life, the greater will be our freedom in this life and the greater our advantage in the afterlife. This journey is necessary. However, Full truth and light can only be received in the presence of God where perfection dwells. The purpose of the journey is to prepare us to receive all knowledge and all power. Only those who are worthy, who obey the laws of God, who are the meek of the earth, shall be entrusted with such power. Ironically, those who abuse power on this earth, who use power for wicked and selfish purposes, will be denied power in the afterlife knowledge and power in the hands of evil people lead to chaos and god cannot have that because of the law of justice only those who repent of their sins through the grace of christ will be allowed to live in the presence of god even then a fullness will be a very long time in coming as isaiah says we learn line upon line and precept upon precept here a little and there a little the further away we remove ourselves from the enlightening effects of law the darker our world becomes until we are surrounded by spiritual darkness and Satan has wrapped us in his awful chains. Darkness can never comprehend light. Therefore, darkness always leads to greater darkness until there is no light at all. We are eternal spirits made of truth and light. We are drawn to the light. Light is our natural element. God is the father of light. Satan, the lord of darkness, however, is cunning. He does not approach a thing directly. He wants us to believe in good and evil. Otherwise, he would have no power over us. The trick of Satan is to get us to think that good is evil and evil is good. Satan tries to confuse us into calling darkness light and light darkness. He wants us to think we are serving God when we're actually serving him. In that way, he employs all the enthusiasm of religious fanaticism and has it work in his favor. As a disoriented diver frantically swims to his death, thinking he is fighting for freedom, a disoriented sinner caught in Satan's snare struggles toward greater darkness, thinking he is moving toward greater light. Our mortal world, held together by a complete set of laws, is located between the throne of God and chaos, and is designed to provide man with a mortal experience, thus giving us opposition, free will, and agency. If we wish to understand the purposes of God on this earth, we must understand all the laws, temporal and spiritual, of this earth. They will not give us a complete view of God because the mysteries of God are far more complex than we can ever imagine. The laws are not complete, but they will give us a complete view of the purposes of God for man in our mortal world. In our world and the infinite worlds we see around us, conditions are established and entropy is allowed. Law alone creates order and balance and controls chaos. The laws of each sphere are as complete as they need to be, and each sphere has a complete set of laws. Where there is one sphere that has a lower set of laws, there is a higher sphere with a higher set of laws. Just as higher stars and planets govern lower stars and planets, such as the Earth governing the moon and the sun governing the planets, so it is with the universe. All laws are governed under one great whole, and the governor is God. Our laws have conditions, therefore we have free will, agency, and freedom of choice. The effects of our laws have absolute consequences, therefore we have faith. In all cases, entropy is contained, and a balance of nature is preserved, not only on earth, but also in the vast cosmos.